From design trends and styles to modern materials and color, these are the building blocks for the future of commercial and residential interiors. This is Element Sessions, an Element Designs podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Element Sessions, an Element Designs podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. Folks, thank you so much for joining us on another episode of the podcast. Make sure that you're going to Apple Podcasts and Spotify to subscribe and listen to previous and upcoming episodes. Make sure you're also going to our website, element-designs.com. Again, element-designs.com. There you'll find more information about our product portfolio, our services, as well as more podcasts and other pieces of content. So our world of architecture and interior design can often find a lot of inspiration online. Clients turn to social media platforms like Instagram or Pinterest for ideas and suggestions. It's also a great set of platforms to visually share the work that we do as professionals and give people access to that work. But what about using social media as a B2B, as a business-to-business tool for professionals within the industry, and not just for outreach and branding, but for quality networking and relationship building? And how useful really is social media for the professionals of the kitchen and bath industry, and how much effort should we be putting into curating that online presence, and to what end? Our guest on the podcast today has dedicated a good part of her career to creating a social network for the kitchen and bath industry, and she's here to break down and argue for the essentiality of social media for K&B professionals. Owner of Garcia Cabinet Makers in Southern California and founder of KB Tribe Chat, I'd like to welcome Stacy Garcia. Stacy, great to have you on. How are you doing today? Thank you, Daniel. Nice to be here. Looking forward to breaking down this conversation. I am, you know, on Twitter all the time. Um, not for work, but just because I live to consume content. So I'm always down for a great social media conversation. Are you a, a, a Twitter nut yourself? Of course. I started a Twitter chat. I, yes, my right. favorite network. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Got, I mean, hey, if, if you're find, uh, founding a Twitter chat, then it must be expected that you're on the platform a lot. So Exactly. <laughs> Love that. Well, you know, you've spent 40 plus years in the cabinet industry. So you've seen all the fads, all the trends come and go, and you've seen the good ones stay. Uh, both the aesthetic, actual design quality of uh, the work in your industry, but also the tools at your disposal. How have you seen communication and networking needs change for the industry during your years in the industry? We were an early adapter to computers, uh, did shop drawings since the early days of them being available uh, on the computer. But that has evolved beyond, way beyond what it was in the early days of doing our basic shop drawings and uh, it, uh, doing cut lists for us. Um, I see everything online now. And the biggest, I think, things stay the same, but they're just different platforms. And you really need to be represented online. People are Googling if they don't uh, know you and if you, they want to uh, find good people online. I think that's the main, main thing that's different. 
What about the the needs themselves? You know, before folks were on social media, uh, before even uh, email was a big mode of of communication, or I mean, I, I guess it has been for a while now. But you know, uh, before uh, we were really using our online platforms and tools as a means for creating community, uh, what were the communication and networking needs, and how have those change you know what are professionals needing out of their networking now that they didn't need before um and maybe what did they need before that they no longer need anymore i just i suspect everything's just shifted instead you know we would be on the phone or meeting in person for networking and uh where i used to have to go collect data say at city offices for permits being built uh, uh, for custom homes that would be a prospective job, I can now go online and find the information from cities. Um, I can stay in the office more than I used to be able to. As far as uh, talking face-to-face with uh, uh, people, that's, I think, always people want to see and touch. They want to see the choices they want to see the colors. They want to see what it turns out looks like in real life. I think that's not going to change. As social media has become more uh, useful and obviously mainstream, not only in an industry like the kitchen and bath world, but also just you know as as part of our day to day as consumers using these platforms. What has the reception for social media been like? as a networking-specific tool within the industry. Is there an acceptance to it? Is there a resistance to it? Uh, and why? It uh, has been hugely um, accepted. And our network of friends that we have uh, made throughout the industry, throughout the country, throughout um, actually uh, the world is uh, uh, amazing. We get together at trade shows. Um, we find that it's like uh, uh, chatting in person. If uh, we're on Twitter all at the same time, we can have a conversation in real time. And then all of these relationships spread onto all the other social networks where we are sharing each other's blog posts, reading each other's uh, things that they find inspirational. Um, you know, it it uh, has really... Uh, been much more uh, uh, of a blessing than I thought it could possibly ever be. Uh, I, the design community is mostly represented, but I, you know, I have 30 some thousand followers on my Twitter chat handle, and it's, uh, all, it represents all segments of the kitchen and bath industry from uh, co- you know, contractors, builders, builders, uh, uh, all of the little subspecialties that are involved in remodeling uh, to the brands and the designers and the architects. Uh, If you're active on Twitter, I probably know you there. At least you may not uh, be be, uh, super, uh, you may not be joining us on Wednesdays, but you're probably following. And see, I think that's a really unique approach to using Twitter at least Twitter specifically, as kind of a a recurring place for communication. Often, the way I use it, the way um, people I know use it casually, 
you know, the, your feed updates so quickly and the platform itself becomes just a spot to get information and content that disappears within the next minute or two minutes. So you're always getting something fresh, something new. And so the idea to come and, and kind of localize on the platform for an extended period of time um, is unique in my opinion. Uh, what was your incentive for wanting to use the platform in that way? I started out about 11 years ago uh, and it was a handful of people like me in different industries related, a tile person, a few other cabinet designers, uh, and a lot of brands. And we were all pretty much saying, hi, how are you? What you doing today? Yeah, in the early days. And it became really clear to me that we had a lot of uh, uh, information we could share if we organized ourselves and we all showed up at the same time. And uh, I said, hey, guys, if I do a if I organize topics, what day is good for you? And we came up with Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern that for an hour I'll put together topics that are kitchen and bath design related uh, and uh, we'll discuss. And uh, so uh, about 10 years ago, I started this and it's grown to be very popular. I'm sure there are different uh, attitudes toward social media use and and how to approach using social media just within the different subsects of uh, the architecture and design and interior design communities and maybe even within some of the subsects of uh, the kitchen and bath industry. Have you seen any um, differing usage within different subgroups of the industry? And if so, what are some of the unique ways that you're seeing social media used uh, among the different little subgroups within uh, the K&B industry or broader within interior? your design? I find that uh, Twitter management depends on uh, the account. I have some brands and designers that will come every week and that's their Twitter time for the week, participating and sharing their expertise. Others only come when they are uh, hosting or if the topic is specific to them. Like sometimes we just talk uh, tile or uh, flooring, or um, a bathroom uh, uh, brand might not want to come if we're talking kitchens, vice versa. And um, so I find a wide range of how people handle their Twitter handles. Hmm. Uh, I, I like to show up each week and share expertise. And I right. enjoy the social, I enjoy uh, um, making these relationships. And I find it's... Uh, you know, I, I go to the to KBS and I know a lot of people. It's very fun. What I think often holds back uh, social media usage, at least in my opinion, is that though it is an incredibly useful networking tool, a lot of people see it only as an extension of branding and marketing. So, you know, they use it strategically. They use it uh, to push new products or to try to push content. Um, but often that idea of interfacing uh, with community, uh, literally just commenting on other people's tweets, chatting with people on there, it gets lost when you uh, have the vision of a company or a brand behind it as well sometimes. You really have to, I think, refocus um, when you've got that uh, broader vision in place. How do you see uh, social media, or hold on, let, let me rephrase the actual question of that. <clears throat> 
When did you start to see social media become a useful tool to folks within the industry beyond just marketing and branding? Or do you feel like it was always a great tool for networking and was always seen that way, but maybe was co-opted and has now become more of a tool for marketing and branding? I guess what what has been the timeline, um, in your opinion, for your industry? I think it's a mistake for people to only um, be uh, uh, selling on Twitter. I think overall, uh, there needs to be a social strategy where because you're on multiple different channels, you share multiple different things. And as a whole, somebody looking in from the outside gets a a picture of you, uh, of what your company stands for, what kind of work you do. Um, On That's why I think Twitter is a connecting tool, a um, chance to actually be social and um, uh, get to know each other. And by having a, a, a one hour uh, period of time where you can share your expertise, you are showing that you are an industry leader and um, that uh, you know what you're talking about, you, you know, that you have expertise to share. And it's not just, here's my great you know, work, uh, I'm the best, uh, buy from me. Um, but you can share your work on Instagram and, and have another story, uh, have Pinterest boards of your work and um, uh, inspiration for different areas that involve uh, what work you do. Uh, Facebook is great uh, for its own thing. But in general, Twitter is where you can organize to actually all be there at one time and be having a real-time conversation on, on a topic. And we put, uh, I, I, every Thursday morning, I put the questions out so they have a week to think about it and prepare their pictures and whatever you want, want you know, your answers sure. for the Wednesday discussion. So, so I guess when you brought uh, KB Tribe Chat to life, was the idea of using Twitter as a place for chatting, weekly meetups, and networking, was that seen as foreign or unique to people when you were pitching the idea to them? Or did it seem intuitive and like straightforward, um, but you know, later down the line, Twitter kind of started to mold and become more of a marketing and branding platform? Yeah, I didn't see it being um, too much of a marketing thing. I show, I basically thought I was going to be marketing there, but I ended up uh, uh, basically making B two B friends. Um, <laughs> I think if if my clients um, see what I'm tweeting, it might help them know who I am. But right. I'm the relationships I have made are with uh, uh, other business owners. Hmm. Interesting. And uh, um, I, the National Kitchen and Bath Association comes every week. It's well, you know, one of those things where uh, um, those that are available come on Wednesday and uh, we discuss the topic at hand. And uh, it's always a different group. Uh, we have some basic uh, people that we are going to probably show up and other people we might be busy that day. Uh, it started out uh, uh, with just a handful of us, and it's just grown. It's like I said, ten years later, now we'll have a hundred-ish people all answering 
questions at the same time. Yeah, I mean, it's incredible seeing how that kind of investment can really, um, you know, materialize into a positive place for community. All it takes is authenticity and uh, continuity to make it happen. Um, So you started KB Tribe Chat on Twitter um, to make that platform more welcoming, more useful, and more network-focused for the kitchen and bath industry. Uh, you know, you said you've been at this for 10 years, started small, now there's a healthy community there. How have you tried to bring industry professionals into that community? What has been your strategy for uh, opening up that digital network and getting the word out on it and making it something that people want to come back to and not just, you know, check out for interest sake and and um, not become engaged participants in the community? Yeah, I try to... Uh reach out in every way, I think, from having daily shout outs, uh, saying what we're doing and, and uh, inviting people to join us, know, let them know that we're, they're welcome. Uh, um, as I get new followers or anybody uh, has any questions, I'm quick to answer and make them feel welcome. Um, we like to get together at trade shows uh, um, if possible, I'll, um, if, if, even if we aren't, I will sometimes uh, use hashtags that happened to be happening at that time, Earth Day or, or um, fix a leak for, for saving water. Uh, uh, and I just, every, every way I can think of, uh, my blog posts go out every Thursday, like I said, they go to LinkedIn, they go to Facebook. And I share uh, every week on Instagram so that uh, new people can see what we're doing and be invited. That's mostly what I do. What have you found to be most useful of those strategies? What has uh, worked the best? Probably Twitter, just because it is a Twitter chat. So first of all, you have to be uh, active on Twitter. And uh, it probably takes a little bit of practice. Uh, People are, I think we get a lot of lurkers. And uh, people looking in but don't know exactly how to participate. But uh, if you do say hi, everybody's very welcoming. And um, I, I would say definitely Twitter. But so all of social media uh, is good. We even have Pinterest boards that we have group boards. Everybody uh, uh, adds content to on all the different subjects that we talk about. What have you found to be the biggest hurdle in growing that digital network? Has it been in in keeping people engaged? Has it been bringing people in in the first place, coming up with ideas for things to talk to, uh, you know, uh, creating more focused events? What has been one of the biggest hurdles? Uh, The biggest Twitter chat hurdle is consistency and time. Uh, um, I, you can't, I I have not seen a, 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 an effective Twitter chat that was just a, a startup. Hey guys, we're just deciding to have this next week. Um, it just takes week in and week out of, uh, uh, getting the word out about what you do and, and, uh, having people expect that on, on a certain day, you're going to have, uh, an insightful conversation about something. Uh, I'm going to learn something every week and I'm going to, uh, have a good time while I'm there. And uh, in addition, uh, hopefully I can share some expertise. So there's uh, uh, that in my Twitter feed. 
Well, clearly after 10 years of doing this, something must have gone right, of course, because there is a healthy community with KB Tribe Chat and has become kind of a staple now within the industry for folks to communicate, ask questions, um, you know, have a good time and also uh, have some focused industry discussions and thought leadership. Uh, How have you found KB Tribe Chat to be successful in keeping professionals plugged in with each other? and each other's work. What have been some of the responses that you've gotten on KB Tribe Chat? What are some of the things that you've witnessed happen during your chats that really showcase the value of this community? I think the main thing is I don't consider it mine. It's a community. And so if I'm uh, overseeing it, but if I see somebody has a special area of expertise that I find fascinating, I will ask them to host if there's a new network that I think, or photography, or I, there's many side adjuncts that if I f- think it's uh, fascinating to learn about for our industry, I'll bring it as a topic and ask uh, that somebody that has expertise in that to host. It's a whole community thing. They're um, even suggesting topics that, uh, gosh, February or something, we had something on designing for pets, which the community had said, we love this topic. Uh, please, let's talk about it. Um, so I guess part of the secret is having it be something that's for all of us. It's our industry's platform. It's not about me. It's about the industry. What are some of the reasons you've heard professionals now find the platform useful and something that they feel uh, incentivized to return to, uh, not just for the casual community of it, but maybe for some of the more tangible reasons uh, that affect their business or affect their, uh, their career or affect uh, you know, how they're able to do their work well? I find that Twitter's connecting us, and on Facebook groups, all of us will say, we met on Twitter, or the fond memories are, remember the beginnings of KB Tribe Chat, and we all met. And um, I think to this day, it's still a place to go back if you want to get connected in the industry. Um, if you want the uh, uh, powers to be to see, to you know, notice you um, for, I don't know, their contest, their, or their, you know, whatever their program, their, um, cooking school. Uh, I, I, there's a lot of different examples of what, uh, different brands do, but they're always looking for the designers who are doing work and have, um, good social media platforms, um, to invite them to be a part of their, uh, design team and or to get uh, special uh, education from them or uh, be a part of their marketing, uh, putting together uh, designs. All right. I want to wrap up the conversation by um, just pointing to your social media strategy specifically and better understanding how you use social media and maybe some learning lessons we can get from that. So what does maximizing social media presence in 
the kitchen and bath industry look like for you? How have you found the best way to use social media casually and professionally? And how have you gone about trying to craft that social strategy that is not only effective, but very honest and authentic? So I do a lot of things in the business and I can't spend uh, all day long doing social media. And right. As, as much time. as we may want to. <laughs> exactly. It takes a lot of time. It can be, uh, if you don't, aren't watching it, uh, uh, takes way too much time. So basically, way from the beginning, I've set up the Facebook page for Garcia Cabinet Makers. Um, and as things became available, like when Pinterest started, I have the Pinterest things. And I do set it up to the best I can with thoughtfully thinking about how, what I want to present. Um, and I'm on Instagram and uh, house. My general philosophy is when I'm on a site to, to add and uh, uh, do things, but uh, I'm not there very often. Uh, I set up my house, for instance, and never have gone back. Uh, uh, and we have gotten a few jobs. Uh, I think that platform may have changed uh, when they monetized it, though. And I have, uh, but we still have our uh, profile there. Uh, if if there is a place to have a profile uh, for the industry, I set ours up. Um, and then, of course, I have the Twitter chat, which takes up most of my social media time. But uh, well, we're also on LinkedIn. Um, when Google had their uh, Google Plus, uh, we had our profile there. Um, I think now it's just the Google business profile. Uh, and I generally set these things up. And if I ha and when I have time to do anything, I do it. And otherwise, I'm not going to stress over uh, that I haven't posted on Instagram in a while. I, I do know people who feel that you need to do X number of posts a day and they result, you know, all these rules. I try not to pay attention and I do the best I can. That's my philosophy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that's all anyone can ask for, honestly, with social media, especially if it's still authentic and it's still true to, uh, you know, your self-expression and your vision for the brand as well. Because yes. that's really what people resonate with is can they tell that this is ham-fisted and forced or can they tell that this is you know something real and it, it really feels like Stacy behind the you know the screen I agree all right Stacy uh, what is on the radar for KB tribe chat what do y'all have coming up what are you most excited for and if people want to get plugged in where should they go well this week uh, tomorrow we're talking bathroom design and uh, the week after, it's tile. Uh, we've uh, Element Designs is going to actually host later in the year. I'm excited for that. Um, and if anybody wants to join, it's Wednesdays again, 2 p.m. Eastern for an hour. And the big secret is add the hashtag KB Tribe Chat to your tweets, and you're in. Some people will just I'll I'll see a tweet that's that's clearly an answer, but it doesn't have the hashtag on it. And uh, everybody in the conversation doesn't uh, see it. So that's the big thing about Twitter. Uh, Twitter chat is add the appropriate hashtag and uh, you're part of the conversation. All right. Stacy Garcia, 
owner of Garcia Cabinet Makers in Southern California and founder of KB Tribe Chat. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Element Sessions. Uh, where can people follow you to keep up with Stacy Garcia and the work that you do? Yeah, I was just thinking that. I didn't mention my personal accounts. On Twitter, I'm, I do put together at KB Tribe Chat, but I have two other accounts. One is at Cabinet Makers for my Garcia Cabinet Makers account, and one is at Stacy two underscore Garcia, and that's my personal account. I use both in different ways. If, if I'm answering a question that has to do with gardening or travel or cooking or some personal opinion uh, about any of those kind of things, I uh, do my Stacy Garcia handle. And if it's more cabinet related or industry related um, type of thing, I'll generally do the at cabinet makers one, but they're both me and um that's, you can follow me personally on those, too. All right. Stacy. thank you again for joining us on the podcast, and good luck with your upcoming conversations. Looking forward to tuning in and looking forward to chatting again soon. Thank you very much, Daniel. And thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Element Sessions, an Element Designs podcast. If you like what you heard and want to listen to previous episodes, make sure you're subscribing on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or wherever you're listening to your podcast content. Make sure you're leaving a rating, a review, and a comment wherever you're listening to that podcast content. And make sure you're heading to our website, element-designs.com. Again, element-designs.com for more information on our services and more episodes of Element Sessions and other Element Designs content. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. Till next time.